Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Monday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. With me is David Lefkowitz. It's just us two actually in the newsroom uh, today <laughs> and tomorrow. Uh, Jeff Stapleton taking uh, the week off. Um, but a very newsy day for a day that was a uh, federal and state holiday today. So yeah. surprisingly, a lot of stuff. Um, our pro- Our biggest story um, the arrest of a uh, former Chesterfield teacher. You uh, spoke to a couple of people down at the Chesterfield Police Department. What happened in this case? Yeah, so basically um, on Monday the 4th, so a week ago, um, a f- former Thomas Dale uh, teacher named Eve Stinton was uh, arrested. And uh, police are saying he was arrested uh, in relation to an alleged uh, sexual assault of a then 17-year-old former student of his. Um, that would have happened, the, you know, they, they specified it was would have occurred uh, off of school grounds, but, you know, this uh, alleged victim is a former student of his, um, and that was back in February, or excuse me, December of 2021. It was reported in February 22, and then he was arrested uh a week ago yes and he faces uh two charges correct two charges assault and uh uh indecent liberties with a juvenile uh, by their custodian gotcha so um and, and again i my understanding is he's not still a teacher because they said former teacher at thomas dale so he's not still at thomas dale at this point um or, or at least not as of today he's yeah not- as of today definitely not it's unclear when he, when he would have left or been made to leave, but yes. Exactly. Um, and then the, this was a 17 year old young, young woman. Um, and again, like you said, the timing was the, the assault allegedly occurred in 2021. It wasn't reported until February of this year. Correct. And yes. And then the arrest happened in October oh, yeah. following a massive invest investigation. Speaking of which, and you aren't aware of this, but I'm going to mention this just so we can look forward a little bit. Uh, I believe starting tomorrow, there is a trial in Henrico, which I have both of us down to keep an eye on, um, of a former short pump middle school teacher accused of similar crimes that occurred at mm-hmm. short pump middle school. Um I believe at last I had checked that was still on for tomorrow. We'll obviously keep an eye on it. Obviously in the legal system, things can change, but just that all ties into to this, um, this uh, incident uh, down in Chesterfield, because, you know, a very similar incident in the RICO. Uh, but again, as you know, as is in all cases, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, but again, this, this former teacher was, was uh, arrested and I have seen reported elsewhere. We have not confirmed this, but I've seen reported elsewhere that Mr. Denton also worked in the Richmond school system um, at one time or another. I, uh, his LinkedIn page lists him as he several years there and then eight or nine years with Chesterfield schools. Gotcha. 
And um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to follow the story as, as it proceeds. Um, moving on, totally unrelated. Um, you also dealt with a story out of Prince William County. This actually occurred Friday, but we finally uh, were able to get some audio to match up with it. Um, some interesting going on in Prince William, which, of course, is ground zero, basically, for one of the most competitive congressional races in the country. What's going on with the registrar up in uh, Prince William County? Well, so the the registrar who was still relatively new had been doing had been doing this for less than a year. Um, quit on Friday. Um, well, quit, quit. He said he's going to quit after November. Yes, sorry. Announced his intentions to quit yeah. on Friday. He will be doing uh, doing this at least through the election, but yeah. uh, probably not much longer from what he said. Um, and, uh, he cited the, the GOP up there, some of their, uh, uh, some of the pressure they've been putting on the electoral, uh, board in terms of, uh, they, I think the inciting kind of final incident was they called election officials and basically behind his back. Yes. And I, I couldn't quite determine whether or not they, tried to give the election officials um, assignments or just sort of like discussed assignments, uh, but which is a a breach of protocol. Uh, And then, and prior to that, uh, a lawyer working for the local GOP up there was uh, uh, threatening to sue the electoral. Basically the Republicans want to see more Republican uh, electoral Officials. Work, yeah, yeah officials, yeah. and uh, Olson's response is that under his supervision, they actually have increased the number of Republican ele- election officials dramatically, and they have parity for the first time in a decade, according to him. Yeah, but uh, he's basically said that it it's become too much. He had a recent uh, heart condition diagnosis, and the stress is now worrying him as well. So he's out after this election. Yeah. And, and of course, this what's weird is that he's new. I mean, he's not new to election stuff, but he's new to Prince William because the previous Prince William registrar stepped down and has recently been charged with election related charges tied to the 2020 election. Of course, we don't know what that what this all relates to, because um, the attorney general's office has declined multiple times to give us any details as to why these charges came forward. And we even we even communicated with Olson back when when those charges first came up. And he said, I can only say but so much, but that it didn't impact the outcome of the election. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's it's, you know, Prince William is kind of a mess right now (laughs) with the election officials. And of course, again, that's where the seventh district is. That's where the Spamberger um, race is now concentrated. And it's a large county. It's one of the largest counties in Virginia. It's going to be a major um, center point for for election in November. It's going to be something to keep an eye on. So, now mm-hmm. I will say this: GOP officials say the law is on their side that that the number of election officials are required by law to be you know be Republican. That's that's their that's their argument in this whole thing. But again, this is just uh, more controversy in Prince William County uh, uh, elections and and politics. So. Things, things to keep an eye on. Um, down here, um, and still semi-related to politics, actually not even down here, down at the beach, um, 
Lieutenant Governor, former Gov- Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax, uh, just all of a sudden appeared again. Um, he's <laughs> joining the legal team of uh, the family of Donovan Lynch. Um, Donovan Lynch was shot and killed by a Virginia Beach police officer in 2021. If you may remember this, people, and I'm saying this to the listener, uh, there was a evening down in March of 2021. It was a really warm evening down in, in March of 2021 where there was a mass shooting basically in Virginia Beach. At the same time, there was also a separate shooting. And then also Lynch was shot and killed by a Virginia police beach police officer and this all occurred in like a two block area of the oceanfront like it was all in the same area at the same time um and his family has been fighting for you know basically justice what they're saying um for you know compensation uh for the for his his loss um lisa maintained that he was armed and, um, you know, they said he was brandishing the gun. The officer has not been charged, was not charged. The grand jury did not charge him. Um, but basically, it was just it was a chaotic evening at the oceanfront. But now uh, former Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax is joining the family's legal team. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes um, from there. Why people here may not remember that story all that well is because Literally, that was the same evening that Lucia Bremer, the 13-year-old in Western Henrico, was shot and killed um, right outside of Mills Godwin. So while that was a huge story down in Virginia Beach, here it was completely overshadowed by by the 13-year-old girl uh, being shot and killed. It's a case that still continues on to this very day um, here in uh, here in Henrico. Um, other things that we covered uh, today... Um, Virginia College enrollment, we spoke with the State Council of Higher Education for Virginia. Good news there. Virginia held steady with college enrollment this fall, whereas nationally we're seeing the numbers fall. Um, So they're pretty happy. You know, some of it is even due to out-of-state students coming in, finding good value with Virginia colleges. Uh, Chev's pretty happy about it. They're very happy that the HBCUs are doing doing really well, too, because they they took a hit during uh, the pandemic. But again, a lot of local stories today. It's really been a busy local uh, local day. Um, yes. and, and I mean, hopefully it's busy tomorrow too. Cause you know, with, you know, limited news staff, we need a lot of stories to move for yeah. us to get stuff done, but we'll keep an eye. Obviously if that trial in Henrico starts, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and, and obviously we're going to keep an eye on gas prices too, cause they're going up. Heck I stopped at the gas station today and all of a sudden, sudden I'm paying, you know, more than I really want to, not that I'm ever not paying more, you know, <laughs> more than I want to, but today I was paying a lot more than I wanted to. So, yeah. Again, this has been the Monday evening edition of its news to us. Again, thank you, David, for all uh, you covered today and for your insight uh, on the podcast today. I'm Matt Demline. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.